0: Hello, everyone. So welcome to the 10th. Well, it's not the 10th episode, it's the 11th, but it's a celebration or a reflection on the previous 10 episodes. Um, I've made it this far. Yay. So firstly, thank you so much to everyone who's listening. And thanks to people who are messaging me with feedback, with suggestions, you know, people wanting to come on the show. It's fantastic to hear this. um, And it really kind of validates the reason why I'm doing this, which is to help Anyone and everyone in property learn from those who are doing it on the ground right now in 2018 and are dealing with the current market conditions and lending conditions and you know everything at the moment. They're not teaching you from the 90s or the 80s, although great times they were. Um, the trousers were pretty cool then, but they're doing it now. So, thank you so much to you who you know sits there and listens to me talk all the time. So, um, I thought I'd share three things, three of many things that I've sort of um, gathered and seen a consistent trend in all my guests having these um, characteristics or implementing certain things to their success. So all the guests on my show, as you know from listening, are, you know, very successful financially and ethically and morally within property. Um, And I think the first thing that all of them, you know, from Rich Goddard, who was the first one, up into Sunny Mahal, all the way to Ranjit and Aaron, all of them never gave up. Um, And that's kind of throughout their life, you know, no matter what life threw at them, no matter what people said or or family said they should be doing or, you know, what they felt they could be doing, you know, they did not give up on their vision and on their goal. Um, And actually, sometimes, it's like having a blind faith in that you're like, you know what, I I know what I want, I kind of know how I'm going to get there, but I I don't actually know how I'm going to get there, because, you know, the path to success, if you look at a picture of it, it's not that straight line, it's always that crazy squiggly line, spaghetti junction, all over the place, right? And so maybe it's having that blind faith in, I'm going to get there, however, wherever, whenever, within reason, I am going to get there um, and by having that like undying um, kind of belief that no one and nothing can kick out of you, to me, has, you know, been in every single person that I've interviewed and I think in any aspect of business, it is completely vital because, you know, nothing good, nothing worth having came easy. If it did, then we'd all be millionaires and driving around in Lamborghinis eating very expensive Italian cheese. Maybe the cheese bit is just me, but you get my drift, right? Um, so just remember that things take time. You know, everyone we see who's famous, everyone we see who's doing stuff like Gary Vee and Grant Cardone, they've taken years to get to where they are. And they say this, but it's hard for us to see because we see what they're doing now. You know, all these kids on Instagram, 21 year olds with, with millions of pounds from trading or from whatever they you know purport to have done they're still taking time to do that, you know? Um, you know, Malcolm Gladwell kind of summarizes it in his book. I believe it's I believe it's Outliers, I could be wrong, um, where he talks about the kind of 10,000-hour rule. So do not give up. If you have a solid plan and you have a strategy and you know what you're doing and where you're going and when you want to achieve it, then who's going to stop you? No one. You know, your mind is your biggest enemy. And I think... When people make that transition from a job to going, you know, self-employed and being kind of working alone, which I've done for two and a half years, your mind really becomes your own enemy because you're alone. You're you're kind of not in that office environment with that banter and that kind of rat race. It's it's very different. So just kind of be wary of that. But um, yeah, blind faith in yourself is super important. The second aspect that I found uh, quite common in all my guests, whether they mentioned it or not, is mindset something that is talked about all the time, something that, you know, these gurus and all this rubbish go on about and try and sell you and, and all this, right? But I think everyone understands the importance of mindset. And as, you know, we become more comfortable talking about mental health openly, I think our understanding of our mindset and our realization of how important it is becomes, uh, it becomes a lot better. So, in particular, one podcast stands out about mindset, and that's the podcast with uh, Mr. Sunshine State of Mind, Sunny Mahal. You may have seen him on Facebook. He's quite active. Do take a listen to his podcast if mindset is perhaps something you struggle with. Um, also, Ranjit Sira, he also spoke quite a bit, actually, about mindset and how certain members of um, the progressive community have helped him with his. Um, and I think mindset also relates back to my first point of never giving up, but it's more than that. Um... If you're not in the right frame of mind, you know how are you going to do something properly? Um, if you wake up in a bad mood, you've had a bad morning, you had a car accident on the way to work, kids are irritating you, everything's going wrong, and you're a doctor, and you're about to perform surgery, and you let all of that pile up and affect you, are you really going to perform the surgery to the best of your ability? You're not right? And that applies to everything, you know? Our minds are going to be our best friends and our worst enemies. Um, The Chimp Paradox is a great book for anyone to read about this, Um, but I digress. So having the right mindset is like having the right foundations to a building or to a business. If you yourself are not content or not in the right frame of mind and thought and processes to do you know, whatever it is you're doing, investing in property, looking at properties, putting down offers, believing that one of these offers will come through, then, you know, it's going to crumble just like a building with bad foundations would, right? So all of the guests on my show have really had something in their mindset and it could it could be something as simple as they are just incredibly persistent. They always chase agents, always follow up after networking events and they always, always do it and they do it consistently, That small aspect of a mindset has helped some of the guests on my show raise £250,000 in their first year, like talking about Louis Hens here. So, you know, it's all about what you believe in. And yeah, people say, oh, but, you know, realistically, I can't have 10 buy-to-lets by the end of my first year. But actually, if you're doing property full-time, why can't you have 10? If you believe in yourself... And you can get the investors and you put yourself in the right position, which stems from having that foundational mindset, then you can have 20. Yes, there are legal and time implications that, you know, make it longer. But ignoring that, looking at it on a kind of macro level, anything is possible that you put your mind to. Um, and I have personally, from the guests on my show and from having a, a sort of small WhatsApp and face to face mastermind group, which actually quite a few of the guys in the um, on the podcast are on. I've kind of come to terms with that and actually learned that, damn, my goals were small. You know, I looked at some of my friends' goals and I was like, what? You want to do that in that amount of time with, with that? And I just couldn't even compute it. Then I thought, hold on a minute. I, I think he'll actually achieve it. I think he can do that. You know, no matter how ridiculous it, it looked or, or crazy, I just thought, mm, actually, he, yeah, he'll do that. And so if I think that about him... Why do I not think that about myself, who I know better than anyone else, right? Top of my head, these are my tips for, you know, keeping a good mindset. Set goals, create a vision board. Wow, I thought vision boards were stupid. Uh Uh-uh, I have one on my desktop and it's got Lamborghini on it. It's got lots of expensive Italian cheese, lots of Italian holidays, a very nice kitchen and a few other bits and bobs that I want. Every time I don't feel motivated or every few days, I'll open it up and just look at it. And say, hmm, okay, cool. This is what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Let me get myself back on it and back on the focus, right? So um, vision board's the second one. Third one, have goals that are realistic but still sort of way above what you think you can achieve, if you want any help with goal setting, give me a shout, I'm happy to look at yours and, and kind of talk through them uh, and kind of share with you what mine are and how I think I can achieve them, um, take regular breaks, don't sit there all day staring at the screen, you'll get nothing done, take breaks, get up, stand up, exercise, eat well, um, use an app like Headspace, I don't actually use it for meditation, I use it for the notifications that come on three to five times a day that just give you a, a random thought that kind of makes you think about life about your own thoughts about your breathing about whatever and i find that really really useful to maintaining a a strong mindset five let your hair down sometimes like play fifa um go to the gym instead of working do do something fun like go out with friends um yes you're hustling yes you're an entrepreneur but like every now and then just let your hair down Just enjoy yourself um because you need that mentally you're gonna have down days everyone does some people just have one day a week where nothing gets done and they watch netflix That's cool. Like, do your thing. You know, keep yourself healthy. It's a balance. If you go to the gym, you need to rest to grow. You need to rest to recover. Just like in life, right? We need to rest. Um, Sleep well. um, Surround yourself with people who are below you, at the same level, and higher. By below you, I mean nothing offensively. I mean who are, um, but uh, at a previous stage or at an earlier stage in their property journey than you people who are equal, people who you can spar with, who you can run things back and forth with, you can go through the same struggles with, and people who are way above what you're doing to get inspiration from and also to gain knowledge from, right? Upgrade your network. Um, You know, It's super, super important. I, I did that and I thought a while ago, damn, my network is not as good as it could be. No offense. I need to sort something out. And naturally, property and just being a talkative person has really, really grown my network Um, and it's incredible right now. So those are my really quick tips for maintaining mindset. I realise I speak really quickly. If you've got this on two times speed and you can understand that, awesome. And the third thing is strategy. Now, I wish I could say, yep, all my guests had a strategy, they stuck to it and it worked fantastically and it was really structured. I can't. Because some did, some said, yep, I'm doing rent defense, HMOs, alerts boom, done. Stuck to it, it worked. Simple. Some, on the other hand, like Shabazz, for example, whose podcast is, I think, a fantastic example of some really, really creative finance options and he's a bit of an undercover genius, so definitely check out Shabazz's podcast. Um anyways, enough plugging of my own podcast. Um Some people have strategies, some people don't. Both will have success. Me personally, I like structure, I like having a process, I like knowing what my next step is, what I should be looking at when I'm looking at property I'm on, you know, right moving, speaking to agents, what kind of things do I want to see? Um, what I'd say is that do what suits you best. It's like when you're trading, when you're financially trading, there's kind of two types. There's a the discretionary type and the more mechanical. Discretionary is based on what you're seeing in front of you, comparing it to known variables and some statistics, but it's very discretionary. Um, The mechanical way is more like, cool, I'm waiting for this signal at this sort of area. Boom. When it's done, I'm in. Doesn't matter what it looks like, I'm in. So you can kind of apply that to property. Now, I think what's important, whether you have a strategy or not, is to still maintain some focus. So if your strategy is, you know what, I'm open to a good deal within buy-to-lets, HMOs, um, and uh, commercial conversions, so that's cool. You've got really, really broad spectrum there, but maybe focus in on an area. Okay, I live in Liverpool. I'm going to Liverpool because it's awesome. Or I live in Edinburgh and actually the property prices are great. Scotland is really easy, not easy, but straightforward to buy properties. I'm going to buy it here. Or me, I live in West London. If I want uh, a buy to let, I'm not buying it here. I'll go to the Midlands and upwards or maybe Wales or maybe Bristol or somewhere like that. Um, so have some focus within that. Um, And if you need a step by step process strategy, go for it. If you don't, you don't. Um, There's success to be had in either one. But I think what really um, catalyzes the sort of movement into a strategy or not a strategy is just getting started. So um, if you look at the stories of, of people on my podcast, like if we look at Ranjit's podcast and Aaron's podcast, they sort of fell into property and then learned, and then kind of rectified their strategy, made some mistakes, and now know exactly what they're doing, it's okay to do that, you know, because they learned from this, and they still made money, right, so that's the third point, very wishy-washy, unfortunately, but that's the nature of it, right, it depends on you, it depends on what you want, um, and it depends on the structure you need, so to summarize, number one, never ever give up, <sighs> caveat, unless you like need to for health or for you know other stuff. But yeah. Anyways, you get the point. Never give up. Secondly, mindset is vital, like the foundations of a house, like the foundations of a business. You need it to support everything else that's going on. So, talk to me. Talk to people on my show. Right. Get get the right mindset. Number three, strategy. Have one or don't have one. With some focus within that, you can still be successful. Um, and the biggest tip of all is keep listening to my show. Yeah. Thanks everyone. I hope this podcast has been useful. Um, if it hasn't, please, please let me know because I'm making these shows for you, my listeners. And if they're not useful and they're not entertaining and you're not getting any value from them, then I am more than happy to switch it up and do something different and talk about other things just to give you an update. We're 10 shows in, um, we're going to keep going every week gets released on a Wednesday, usually in the morning. Um, some platforms may take a little bit longer to sync. But otherwise, I've got really interesting conversations coming up with various people, um, people in service accommodation, people working up in Durham. Um, I've got a really interesting kind of Q&A session actually coming up with Aaron who is a com- another Aaron who is a commercial mortgage broker so if you have any questions I've already collated some from Facebook and from people please uh, send them over to me on Facebook and I will ask him and get him on the show so as always please subscribe like heart thumbs up whatever it is and um, yeah speak soon If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.